Yo, Whiskey Sick Podcast episode. Fuck. God damn it. I ain't. E- I'm fucking look this shit up. I ain't even fucking redoing this shit. This is literally the fourth fucking time I've done this. No bullshit. Ah, uh, then then I, I don't even bother to check the goddamn episode number. Episode number one hundred twenty-eight. All up in your motherfucking ass. Hit him with that theme music. Energy, motherfuckers. The fuck is up. It's like this and like Dak. And, uh, fuck y'all, motherfuckers. Praying for our downfall. Like Biggie said, you motherfuckers were praying for our downfall. Dizzy Dak Nathaniel signed, sealed, delivered. Dallas Cowboy for life. On some West Side Connection shit. For life. It's over. It's all taken care of. Y'all can start with your, your your overpaid bullshit. I hear you guys. Oh, you paid a fucking $160 million for Dak? Yes. Yes, we did, motherfuckers. But you know what? The next two years, he ain't shit on our salary, salary cap. Only $22 mil this year. So we got, we got room. Next year, he's only 30, $34, $33 million, which he was more of a cap hit last year. And then the third year... This is where we get you. This is where we get you by the boo-boo, motherfuckers. In that third year, the salary cap skyrockets, motherfuckers. So we're going to be rolling till then. They putting out uh, uh, news um, pamphlets, brochures, propaganda. Dak propaganda, we'll call it. I don't give a fuck. But they're over here uh, uh, publishing um, results to scientific studies that are saying... Dak Prescott is better than Russ Wilson. Russell Wilson, let him cook Russ. Salmonella, Russ. E. coli, Russ, as we call him here on the podcast. Let him cook. Let Russ cook. You end up with food poisoning. We rolling over here. D-boys. Homie getting paid. Fuck Chunky Soup. Making 75 mil his first year. 
66 guaranteed. That's almost 100. That's almost a 100% guaranteed contract. It's like 90% or some shit. I don't do math here. But I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Listen, it's not going to be a, a, a fucking distraction. You can you can start with your little little fucking crazy legs bullshit, your little your little fucking memes, uh, your, your little Civil War uh, leg amputee memes and shit, Gettysburg memes that you're, you're, you're setting up with my, my man Dak talking about his leg ain't shit, he ain't gonna be shit, damaged good shit. Out your fucking mind, he broke his ankle, he's fine. He's already drilling. He's already standing up. He didn't blow his ligaments. He didn't tear his Achilles. He did none of that. Clean break. Glue that shit back together. Keep it fucking moving. That's what we're doing. So y'all can keep with your little fucking hate. We don't give a fuck. We, we, we feed off of that shit. We don't have to, we don't have to eat dinner. Because we feed off of your motherfucking hate. We feed off your hate. You're keeping us well fed. We fat catting over here off your motherfucking hate. D-boys. We them boys. Let us fuck around and get and get Earl Thomas. Let us fuck around and sign Earl Thomas. Watch that shit. Watch us fuck around and get a goddamn safety for the first time since Darren Woodson. Super Bowl, three-time Super Bowl champion Darren Woodson was patrolling our back our our, our, our fucking outfield. We rolling. Dak for life. I'm telling you right now, other than other than Mahomes, other than Rodgers, I want Dak Prescott. I ain't bullshitting you. I ain't running interference for, for Dak. I ain't gaslighting for Dak. This ain't propaganda. Well, it is propaganda. I think he's dope. On pace to throw for 6,000 yards last year. We only played three and a half games. Three and a half games. Four, uh, three of them were over 450 yards. Back to back to back, over 450 yard games, never been done, ever. One of those games was over 500 yards. Garbage time stats. Don't fucking matter. They ain't trying to let you score in every single one of those fucking games. Browns were up on us 42 to, to like 10. And we should have won that game at the end. If we made one stop on that third down, we get the ball back, we win the fucking game after being down like 44 to 10. Or 14, some shit like that. So at the end of the day, worry about your motherfucking selves and don't be worrying about us over here. We got our own shit over here. Here's the thing about D-Boys fans. We don't give a fuck about y'all. Y'all know our, our, our whole entire motherfucking history. You know our history better than us. Haters always know shit better than the motherfucking shit that they hate on. Y'all are a Hall of Fame haters. We stay on your motherfucking mind. These nuts stay on your motherfucking mind all year long. Ask me the last time I thought about uh, the, the fucking Broncos. Ask me the last time I thought about the fucking Jets. Ask me the last time I thought about the Bears, the Texans, any of those motherfucking teams. Never. But y'all sure as fuck know about us. Y'all sure as no fuck know about them D-boys all up in your motherfucking ass. Not six, not seven, not eight. We gonna keep it going. Moving right along. 
Last time I was on the podcast was right before the big UFC uh, 259. We can address the, uh, the, the prone Aljamain Sterling in the room right now. 12-3 and three on the picks. God damn. God. Dancing on the motherfuckers. Sea walking on you motherfuckers. 12-3. and three. I'm not counting that Aljo fight as a loss. I'm not counting that as a loss. Fuck that. He got his motherfucking ass ate. Leftovers in a motherfucking doggy bag. He got his motherfucking ass ate. Dominated. Came out, blew his little wad all over his fucking feet. In the first, I don't know, three and a half minutes. Looked like he was going to try to be somebody. Then got his ass motherfucking dropped. So anybody that's saying uh, Aljo won the first. No, the fuck he didn't. He got his ass dropped and that was an old flash knockout. He got up and did a little uh, uh, a little shimmy. Like a fucking skyscraper in an earthquake. It's just, just, ever, just so slightly, ever so slightly. Little shimmy. I seen it. Go look at that shit. And then he got washed from that point on. Was the knee illegal? Fuck yeah, it was illegal. Illegal as fuck. How many shots has he been hit like that with his, in his career? One put him out. The Morice kick. He got hit with better shots that whole night. Curtis Blades. Fuck that. Nate Robinson got up quicker than this motherfucker. Aljamain Sterling. Talking about, oh, I'm concussed. Homie was sitting upright until he heard the fucking judge a foot away from him, the dumb motherfucker. The judge say to the fucking ring physician, I'm going to rule it intentional. It'll be a DQ. All of a sudden, homie hears that. Aljamain uh, uh, Sterling hears that, and he gets shot from the sniper tower. He's on his back. Oh, I, I can't see. I can't. Who the fuck has ever looked like that? Derek, uh, 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 Curtis Blaze got, got up from a, a, a fucking death blow from Derek, uh, Derek, from Derek Lewis. He didn't act like that. He, once he woke up, he was up. He didn't know. He wasn't rolling his eyes in the back of his head saying, Oh, it's me. Ay, Dios mío. Throwing these fucking, uh, dramatic. Homie was not hurt. I mean, it was a flush knee. I'm not, you know, I'm sure it rang his bell a little bit. He was not. That was not a fight-ending shot. He saw. He was looking all over, all over for the motherfucking exit. Found the exit. Found himself an usher, and, and, and they led him right to the fucking exit. And he found a, a way, not only a way out of the fight, but a, a way to steal the belt. Imagine getting your motherfucking ass kicked for almost twenty minutes, and still calling yourself the fucking champ after getting uh, supposedly knocked out. Listen, lots and lots and lots and lots of respect down the drain. It's like, like, like pissing in the fucking shower. Down the fucking drain, Aljamain Sterling. The fr- I, I get it. Listen, business move-wise, he's gonna, he, they have to pay him. He would never fight in another title fight. He would have never fought in another title fight after that. It doesn't matter what the fuck happened. He was getting washed. He was probably never going to fight another title fight. So this, this secures him a title fight title fight pay and they have to pay him as a champion at least for one fight i mean it, it's and and he knows what's going to happen that's why he starts calling out henry cejudo after the fight instead of peter young the guy who just waxed him this just in aljo 
Cejudo whoops your motherfucking ass too. You you go in diaper change too. You, you up on that koala station against Henry Cejudo also, homie. Don't get it fucking twisted. But you're over here with the ultimate Cracker Jack prize uh, 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 title. Quotations title. Uh, you, you fucking uh, stole that shit. That shit ain't yours. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Uh, uh, when, when you're not even in the gym, when you're not in the gym, when you're in the showers, your own teammates, your own homies at your own gym are like, this dude ain't the fucking gym. This dude ain't the fucking gym. You ain't the champ. So I ain't taking that as a loss, motherfuckers. If I took that as a loss, I would have been what? No, I would have been 12 and 3. 11 and 4. I would have been 11 and 4, I think. But I'm counting 12 and 3. Either way, I, I, I lost the first fight and then I reeled off like 10 in a row. It was fucking incredible. Fucking incredible. I was getting blown up. Blown up. No bullshitting. I was getting blown up. The, the homies for uh, Line Star app, who I write for, uh, they were getting inundated. Their words, not mine, inundated with emails, people talking about my picks, talking about the write-up that I did, how fire it was, how on point it was. So much so that they demanded I start a Twitter. Yes, I started a Twitter. It's strictly for fight talk, homies. If you guys want strictly fight talk, Twitter, hit me up. You ready, you ready for the at? Dad Hall of Famer. You goddamn right. First ballad. Hit me up on Twitter. Dad Hall of Famer. I was gonna do, I was gonna do Fight God. But you know, yeah, it's a little pretentious. It's a little pretentious. The first time that I go like four and ten on some picks, everybody's gonna shit on me. Everybody's gonna shit. I was, I was, I was b-rabbiting it over here. I was, I was picturing the hate before preemptive uh, uh, hate anticipation. So I said, "Listen, I was the father rookie of the year when the when the quadruple champ was born, and now I'm a Hall of Famer already. Barely two and a half, less than two and a half years into this fatherhood shit, I'm a bona fide first ballot Hall of Famer. So there you have it. Hit me up on Twitter." Dad Hall of Famer. If you want to hit me up, get up on there. It's fight talk. I tweet during, I, I'm tweeting, motherfuckers. I was dropping some, uh, some little tweets during the fights when we watching them live. So y'all can get, I got to keep it a little, 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 little toned down. A little more toned down than you're going to hear me on here. Now, I'm not trying to enter that, that fucking uh, Trump area, gray area, getting kicked off and shit. That's ne- that's never a good look. So I'm not I'm not going for that. I'm 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 gonna turn down the volume just a notch. Y'all want that raw, rugged, ruthless, savage, barbarian, hooligan shit? You know where to fucking find it at. It's right here, Whiskey Sick Podcast. You know where to find that shit at. Plenty, heaping portions served cafeteria style. Let's get into this week's fights. What do we got this week? I, I, I didn't get to make the picks. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't, got a, I don't got a lot of kick it. So I'll be honest with you. My picks, two were DQs. We had the main event go as a DQ. Uh, another fight that I was going to win. I, I, I picked uh, um, 
Leon Edwards. I forget Leon Edwards' name every fucking time. Like, he's so forgettable. He's such kind of... This was actually the best he's ever looked, and maybe it's because he was fighting Bilal Muhammad. I actually thought Bilal had better striking. I, I know, it's crazy. Uh, but he is a more diverse striker, and he has way more output normally. This last fight, you know, not in the mix. Way better output than Leon Edwards. In your face, heavy pressure. I thought he was going to do a lot better. I thought this was going to be a competitive fight. But really, midway through the first round, uh, Leon landed a head kick that wobbled uh, Bilal Muhammad. Um, and he was just way faster. That was the thing. It, his speed was just far, far greater. And uh, what I said in the write-up is Bilal Muhammad has has real tough time uh, with southpaws. Uh, Jeff Neal knocked him out and was just unloading left hand. Every left hand he, he threw found its mark, and, and Bilal kind of moves right into it. And this was no different. All the left-handed strikes that he threw, uh, that Edwards threw, they were landing. Whether it was kicks, whether it was punches— he was faster. He actually looked really good after almost a two-year layoff. He looked he looked solid. Maybe it was level of competition, but Bilal's tough, and he's very underrated. Um, the fight ended with an uh, eye poke. This was not some Aljo shit. That was a nasty eye poke. His eye was swollen shut. Uh, you know, blood bleeding a little bit under uh, cut under the eye from a, a nasty eye poke. They had like a, 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 a like close-up picture of it and shit. Uh, nasty. So un- unfortunate. But listen, to be honest with you, I think he, I think Bilal was on his way to getting finished, e- either in that second round or probably the third round. It, it was going that way. I, there was no way that he was going to be able to close the distance and get a takedown or anything to kind of save himself on the feet. It was going south quick. So I don't want to see that fight again. I know Bilal, Bilal Muhammad wants it back, but listen, I think we saw all we needed to see. Leon needs to get right back into the cage. Get Covington, get Wonder Boy, one of those two motherfuckers. Make it happen in the next couple uh, months. Don't wait for a title shot, which he was kind of saying he might do, but then he thought about it and was like, nah, this, that might take a long time. He's had such a long layoff. He just needs to get back in there. He looked good. He looked good. Um, get in there against Wonder Boy. He already said he wanted that fight. He had to wait until like May or something. Fuck it, do it in May. If not, get Covington in April. Let's get right back in there. That's that's what I want to see with with, with uh, Leon Edwards. The other fight was Darren Stewart versus uh, uh, Eric Anders. Illegal knee, another blatantly illegal knee. I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing. I I really don't know. Ever since they stopped, uh, maybe it's you know they're not testing for for weed anymore. These motherfuckers are getting high in the back. I never suggest, as much of a proponent of weed that I am, I never suggest getting high before a fight. I used to get high before I sparred sometimes. Never fucking ended well. Now, it never stopped me from doing it again, but it never ended well. I never had a good session after getting super high. Maybe just like a little micro dose when you, when you go to, to, to work out. But if you're going to spar, get into some kind of fisticuffs, I don't recommend that shit. And these motherfuckers must be getting high or some shit backstage before they walk out there, you know, trying to calm the nerves or something because they they lose their damn minds. They forget that you can't knee people. I mean, these guys, they aren't even close. The yawn wasn't even close. He's on, he's on it fully on a knee. Darren Stewart was fully on the knee. Now, he couldn't continue, not because he got hit with an illegal knee, because he basically blocked that with his hand. He was getting his ass whipped. For like 30 seconds before that. And the fight was almost waved off like three times. So of course when he got up he was wobbly because he was just about to get knocked out when the knee, when the illegal knee came. It wasn't the illegal knee that made him all woozy and shit and not able to continue. It was the ass whooping he was taking. I picked, I picked Stewart to win. 
I was wrong. Aaron, Eric Anders came out and, and, and put it on him and, and snatched, absolutely uh, snatched defeat out of the hands of victory, just like Peter Yan did. Fucked themselves. For those were two fights that I lost. But I went overall last week. I went six and five. Kept my head above water. That uh, the the co-main event Ryan Span versus Misha Serkinov. I had uh, Ryan Span round one TKO, and that's what came through for me. That's that's it was five and five going into that fight, and I, that's that's the one that gave me uh, above five hundred week. That's what we look to be. We look to be a, a above five hundred. That that's the measuring stick here. And it was scratch and it was claw last week. And it's going to be like that this week. This card this week is, uh, uh, the main event's going to be fireworks, homie. Fireworks. Uh, uh, Kevin Holland versus uh, Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson's a wild motherfucker. Kevin Holland, you haven't seen this guy fight. He fought five times last year, went 5-0. and oh. uh, Just a fucking killer. He's the guy that knocked out Jacare from his back with a hammer fist. No bullshit. Knocked him out from with a hammer fist. The first hammer fist he threw from his back. Not quite in guard. It was more like an open, loose guard. Uh, Jacare didn't posture up. He had his head down. He came across. Uh, Kevin Holland came across with the hammer fist to the side of the head. Jacare sits up. You can see he's already woozy. He's wobbling, swaying as he sits up from the top position. From basically in Holland's guard. And it's a wrap from there. Holland literally knocked him out as he was standing up. He's like punching him as he's getting up. And, and that was it. Jacare was out. And, and he was originally supposed to fight Marvin Vittori. Holland was before that. But there was a shakeup because of COVID tests and shit like that. So uh, Vittori ended up fighting Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson was supposed to fight uh, Kevin Holland. What a fight that would have been. Or Vittori versus Holland would, would make a lot of sense too. That would have been a great fight. When he got this Jacare fight, I said, this is the, he's going he's gonna to knock Jacare out. Um, and this fight's going to be fucking wild. Uh, it's, uh, Derek Brunson's slept on. He's one of the most slept on fighters there is by me all the time. I always sleep on this fool. He's just got wild, crazy striking. He leaves himself wide open, but his wrestling is fantastic. If he gets you on the ground, if he gets those fucking underhooks on you, if he gets the, the body lock on you, you're going for a fucking ride. Uh, he gets on top, he's, he can grind you out, he's just good enough on the feet to survive pretty much with anybody, but, you know, he gets into a lot of, tr- he gets into trouble, most of, when he loses, he loses usually by getting knocked out, I think he has like six losses, and five of them are by TKO KO, so, um, I think the only loss that wasn't was the one to Anderson Silva, which he probably won, and they gifted Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva a decision win, uh, but this is gonna be a dope fight, Real dope fight. I, I give Holland the edge. If it goes late, um, Holland fought Darren Stewart also. Um, and that last round didn't go Derek, uh, <laughs> Kevin Holland's way. I mean, that fight ended with Darren Stewart on top of him dropping fucking bombs, talking all kinds of shit. Usually it's Kevin Holland talking shit. This motherfucker will talk shit to you the whole time. Whisper sweet nothings in your ear while you're, while you're clinched up against the cage. Um, but Darren Stewart turned it on him on, on the last round. Had there been like, <clears throat> I don't know, 15, 30 seconds left on the clock, he might have finished Holland. So that was like Holland's only really bad, bad moment in all of 2020. Uh, but, you know, he, he kind of gassed at the end. So if Brunson can get this shit to, you know, the middle third round and on, it could be all him. But getting it there, that's going to be a motherfucker. Um, 
you know, Brunson showed some, some, some real patience on the feet for the first time against Edmund Shabazian uh, in his last fight. Survived the storm early and then beat this motherfucker's ass uh, in the second round. Remember Herb Dean didn't stop the fight like right at the buzzer, uh, just before the buzzer. Brunson was on top dropping fucking bombs and he literally knocked Edmund Shabazian the fuck out. He was out cold. He was basically out cold. All but snoring as the bell rang. And, and Herb Dean didn't fucking wave it off. He let this guy, like, stumble to his feet, uh, fall on his head, uh, you know, cartwheels, do somersaults all the way to the fucking corner, couldn't sit on the fucking stool, let him answer the bell and come out for this fucking third round. And 26 seconds later, it was over because he just got his ass beat. He literally knocked this motherfucker out. Uh, 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 Brunson knocked this motherfucker out twice in one fight. It, it was brutal. Go back and watch that shit. I mean, this fool Shabazzian was in like on some Inception shit. Homie getting knocked out in a dream of a dream of him getting knocked out. Homie woke up, hit the snooze button, woke up a minute, a minute fucking later to get knocked out again. Crazy. Uh, but this will this will be a sick fucking fight. I think Brunson needs to just go for it in this fight. I think he just needs to go for it. Uh, it's it, it's a lot to ask. I mean, Kevin Holland throws a, a lot of strikes. Very long fucking fighter. Very rangy. Uh, super aggressive. This is going to be a sick fight. This is a dope main event. Trust me on that. Don't miss the main event. I'm going to go Kevin Holland. I'm going to go TKO. Two or three. Round two or three. I, I can't remember what I picked on. On I already wrote uh, did the write-up for this. Uh, let's see. Let me check it right now. What did I pick? Let's just so everything's universal, homies. Just so everything's universal. That's all it is. Um, I got TKO round two. Kevin Holland via TKO round two. Give me Kevin Holland, TKO round two. Just like that. Um, what else do we got? Who else is it? Gregor Gillespie versus Brad Riddell. Um, let me save this shit real quick. Actually. All right, all right, I'm back. Uh, anyways, this isn't, a, this isn't a sexy card. But you know what? It's, it's these, un, these underrated cards are always the best. Last week's fight uh, card, other than the main event, was fucking fire. People were getting knocked out. One punch knockouts. There must have been three of them. I mean, shit was fire. That was a dope-ass card. This, this could be that. It, uh, it's kind of weak. Uh, when you, you, Your co-main event is Gregor Gillespie versus Brad Riddell. Um, stri- uh, you know, wrestler, big-time wrestler in, in Gillespie. Excellent grappling. Uh, Brad Riddell, solid grappler. Uh, decent striker. Um, tough dude. He looks like a mini Ryan Bader, this dude. I mean, he, honestly, he just looks like R- Ryan Bader. I'm going to go with Gillespie on this shit. I'm, uh, I'm going to say maybe uh, maybe he gets uh, Brad Riddell in a choke. I mean, this dude's relentless on the ground. When he gets a hold of you, he doesn't fucking let go. And he usually drags you to the ground, subs you, pounds you out. Uh, he beat Yancey Medeiros a couple fights ago. He got knocked out in his last fight against Kevin, uh, Kevin Lee with a head kick. His stand-up isn't very good. He got, he got caught standing the whole first round. Hopefully he can get this fight to the ground. I'm gonna take Gregor Gillespie. I'm gonna say like a round three finish. A round three finish. Give me give me a choke of some sort. Give me give me a rear naked choke. Fuck it. Tie two Ivasa versus Dante Mays. This will be a banger for as long. I mean this this is one of those fights that you know on paper you look at it it's like somebody's getting knocked the fuck out, but then it turns into be one of those like cautious you know boring ass fights. It's gonna be one or the other. I'll go I'll go uh, optimistically. I'll take uh, tie two Ivasa. TKO round one. Adrian Yanez versus Gustavo Lopez. Dope little fight right here under the radar uh, fight. Um, both aggressive-ass motherfuckers. Gustavo Lopez is like a little Benavidez, like a, a bigger Benavidez. Adrian Yanez, both of these guys have only fought like once or twice in the UFC. Adrian Yanez, you know, has two early uh, knockouts. 
Um, one on the Contender Series, one in his debut. I'm going Adrian Yanez. He's got quick fucking hands. He's a little slippery in the pocket. I- I'll just go with him. Song Kenan, uh, Keenan. Song Keenan? I don't know. Um, versus Max Griffin. This is a, this is a good matchup. Um, Toss-up. Give me Song Keenan because he's an underdog. I know he's an underdog, like plus 150 or something. Cheyenne Buys, uh, she was on the Contender Series. Her husband is actually also fighting on the same card. I'm pretty sure that's the first time this will ever happen or, or ever has happened. And Maybe the only time it ever happens when a husband and wife fight on the same card. Um, and Cheyenne Buys is, is on the main card. Um, and she's a dope little prospect. She's got real aggressive striking. Uh, a little like a, like a knockoff Yoana Yanyechik. A, a bigger knockoff version of her. Like, maybe she could she could really develop into something. Like, she's she's dope. And her husband, uh, what's his fucking name? Let's get over here. And he's on the prelims somewhere. Uh, I thought he was on the prelims. Oh, yeah, JP buys. This dude's got really good wrestling. Really good grappling. Solid grappler. Um, real good grappling. I'll, I'll take him. He's fighting uh, Bruno Silva, who's a wild little motherfucker. Uh, like a uh, Jessica Andrade, like a male version of uh, Jessica Andrade. This is a good matchup, too. I'll, I'll take JP Baez. I'll, I'll take the Baez, or Baez, I think they pronounce it. It's spelled B-U-Y-S, but they pronounce it Baez. So I'll take the Baez family uh, in dubs. Dubs in, on a UFC card. How dope is that? Marion Renault versus Macy Kieson. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Macy Kieson. Fuck it. Leonardo Santos versus Grant Dawson. Dope little matchup right here. Uh... I'm going to go Grant Dawson. He's a dope grappler. I think he can get Santos to the ground. Santos has, has sneaky good striking. Doesn't look great, but it's very effective. Uh, very tough fighter. I think he's got an excellent record. He, he doesn't fight very often, though. Uh, he hasn't fought in like a couple years. Um, Grant Dawson, I, you know, anytime you can get the fight to the ground, it's, it's such a huge, huge uh, benefit, such a huge uh, advantage. Uh, give me Grant Dawson, decision. Trevin Giles versus Roman. Oh, Roman Delidze. De is that what's going on right now? I don't know who's fighting. Is this what? I think it's different on Sure Dog. Let me see who this fight is. I only give you guys the fire shit. Roman Delidze. Man, that dude's a motherfucker, but can he stay on his feet? Man, that's a fucking, that's a little banger right there. See, let me see what they got on Sure Dog right here, real quick. Because I don't think Trevin Giles is fighting him. They got Trevin Giles fighting Duplices. Um. And I'd take Trevin Giles in that one. But against Delidze, that's a, that's a different ball game. Let's see. We'll Google this shit real quick. Um, oh, yeah, I remember his last fight. He passed out backstage before coming out. I forgot all about that shit. Uh, what are we at? Fight night. Fight night. If he fights Roman Delitze, ooh, man. Um, I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, just give me fucking... Give, give, give me Trevin uh, Giles against Duplices. I think that's what's going to go on. Montel Jackson, dope. Quick hands versus Jesse Strader. Give me Montel Jackson. Give me some. Uh, give me a decision. Julia Avila versus uh, Julia uh, Julia Avila versus Julia Stolarenko. Uh, give me Avila. Bruno, I already gave you that. Ed, uh, Johnny Eduardo versus Anthony Burchak. Give me Johnny Eduardo. That dude's a motherfucker on his feet. Um, so there you have it. The whole fucking card. There you have it. The golden fucking picks. Um. 
this motherfucker, this in real time, this dude, uh, um, listen, this guy, uh, Bautista, I, you know, he, he's just swinging on the podcast nuts, man. I mean, he, he loves this shit. And I know you guys listening, you know, the, 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 the small little community we've, we've made here uh, love this shit. Um, but this dude's like a different level, man. Um, he was scheduled to go on, uh, do some uh, Dr. Seuss and Pepe Le Pew protests and shit today. And he, he actually canceled that just so he could have some free time to do the podcast. And I know how much that shit means to him. Uh, he's always felt threatened by Pepe Le Pew, uh, uh, Elmer Fudd. He's been talking about Elmer Fudd back in the day. He started this shit. Um, you know, all that shit. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez. I mean, this guy, this guy, you know, he rides for that shit, that, that identity politics shit. So he's been, he's been, he's been jocking me, jocking me, jocking me. He's jocking me up right now live uh, uh, via text. I'm going to hit him up right now. Um, I got some cotton mouth like a motherfucker. I'm high as shit. Super high. High with a cape on. Let me get some fucking, uh, what do I got? Let me get some coffee. Let me re-up real quick. It's hard dealing with this, uh, this, this uh, neoliberal uh, Bautista. So um, I got to get my mind right. I got to be ready. Uh, it's time to slap this motherfucker around. Hey, man. What's going on? We're not interrupting anything, are we? No, you called it a good time, actually, for the first time ever. Okay. Well, we knew you had some... Uh, Pepe Le Pew protest to attend today. Um, <laughs> we know you're you're strong into that that Dr. Seuss protesting. That Dr. Seuss protesting. How can I help you and your brother, Chris Cuomo? We're just trying to give you a little shine today. <laughs> we know you've been you've been really really swinging from the nuts. You've been really swinging. I was telling the people before this, say, you live for this shit. You got the hot mic. You've been hitting me up. I mean, you were just hating real time, right? When I was on the podcast right now. I didn't even look at this shit. I just felt the hate emanating from the phone. Um, well, hey, if I would, if, if this would be a live podcast, which you know, I'm, I'm ready for the video, you know, live feed, live feed, whenever you're ready. We have it all set up, man. Well, it is live. I do know. Ed- I don't. I don't edit this shit in any way. So. It's live, it's just not live when you're listening to it. But yes, yes, video is, is on the way. I gotta figure out how to get it. I gotta pick up a couple pieces of equipment. We'll get this shit popping uh, on, on the video. But um, a lot of shit's been going on, Miha. There's a lot of shit since the last time we talked. Was it a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, what did we leave off? A lot of promises being broke. So we left off well before this bill got passed. We get, we'll go right into the bro politics. And then I and then I gotta get into your uh, your DAC your, t- your DAC take unless you want to give me a DAC take before we get real deep. Well, okay. Here's the thing about DAC. I told you I, I begged for it. I, I begged for it to save your to save your sanity to go ahead and go get a, a dude from Seattle. You, you had the chance. You had that was gonna that was gonna be your your. You're silver lining for you, man, because you know what? You, you, you had a chance. You had a guy, a proven winner, come in and take over this offense that is actually... Are you talking about Russ Wilson? That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you now, see... Hold on. Let me finish. Let me, let me finish. Okay, let me finish. go, go, ahead. go you bring ahead. in. The, you bring in this dude, a proven winner, with those receivers. You guys got receivers. 
Okay? You, you always, Dallas always has an offensive line. And they always have a running game. Ever since the 90s, before you were even born, you know, before you were even born, they had a running game, okay? So, you bring in Russell. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm a little worried about the NFC East. But now, you just spent a whole bunch of money on a whole bunch of nothing. And we're looking real good over here at Sophie Stadium. We cannot, we cannot get wait to get started with our new, our new fat horse that just came in. He's coming in first place. You know, we're ready. Are you talking about Matthew Stafford? <laughs> Absolutely. Miss, Absolutely. Mister No Playoff Dubs himself. The fat horse. The fat okay. Horse. Uh, first off, the right situation. First off. Did you see the report that was released by, you know, AP, US, whatever the fuck that thing is? Did you see the new report where they compared uh, uh, Russ Wilson versus Dak Prescott and, said, and concluded the conclusion was that Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Russ Wilson? Who said this? AP Press, AP Poll, you, what, what, you know, the AP something or other. It was on uh, Skip and Shannon this morning. A scientific study conducted that the conclusion <laughs> so, was Dak is better so than Russ. So, so basically, Dr. Fauci came in and gave you his, uh, his analysis on Dak and Russell. Okay, go ahead. Key, keyword was doctor. Now continue. No, no, go ahead. Give me that analysis. Give me that analysis. The conclusion is Dak is better than Russ. Okay, let's, let's do the numbers. Russell... Has played 144 games. Dak has 69 under his belt. Uh, games started. Russell has over, well, 100% of his games have been started. And uh, and uh, Dak Prescott has not started 100% of his games. And I think it's less, is it less than, did he sit the bench at all in his career? No. The only, the first game he missed was after he broke his ankle. Wins as a starter out of 69 games, 42. 42 wins. How many do you think Russell has? Do you think he has double? No. In, in, he has in, double? In, yes, he has double. Over double. Over double. In that same time frame? No, he doesn't. No, because he has 100. No, no, no. Let's just, compare, let's just compare when, when Dak was in the league to when Russ when Dak was in the league with Russ. How, now how now all, you your, all your little stats go out the window because Russ didn't oh, have, didn't have okay, the Legion of right. Boom. Homie didn't have the Legion of Boom in 2016. You're right. Let's do it this way. Win percentage. Win percentage. Okay? Uh, are, are you, did you really look up? Are you really over here try, looking up stats? No, I, I've already gone through this. You, you have this written, you have this shit written down? I knew you'd bring this up. So I oh, my God. You ready for the win I told these motherfuckers. I told these motherfuckers you swing for the podcast. This is your shot. This is your big shot. You only want get one shot, opportunity, <laughs> lifetime. Lose yourself, mom spaghetti <laughs> ass motherfucker. It, it, here's the thing: you're the only one that's gonna bring up anything that has to do with the Dallas Cowboys that I know of. I don't. I was just in Dallas. I saw Dallas haters. You know, goddamn well that's in a lie. In Dallas, in Dallas, I saw nothing but Dallas haters in Dallas. No, oh, okay, okay. How does that happen? All right. Okay, right. so let's go. Let's let's do the ultimate number, the win percentage, because it doesn't matter how many games you play, the win percentage will break down. Will break down what's real and what's not. Dak Prescott. Under 60%. Russell Wilson. Under 70%. Just under 70%. That's 
That's a ten percent. Russell Wilson had a defense for several years. Dak Prescott hasn't had a defense for one single year. That's a huge difference. Um, Win percentage is just like baseball pitchers. It doesn't matter. Like you could give up one run and strike out every single batter and still lose the game if your team doesn't score any runs. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Wilson plays on Super Bowl contending teams. Not since the Legion of Boom. Okay, hold on. Dak Prescott has never, and and a lot of the times, he's playing from behind. So this man is going to throw, 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 get those those stats up, get those stats up, throw, 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 because they're losing and they're down by 21 points, and so he has to throw the hell out of the ball. Just keep that in mind. Russell Wilson doesn't need to do that. Okay, let's go over uh, touchdown percentage. In other words, they're breaking down. Uh, Listen, we don't give a fuck. Do you think that, that what's the conclusion? What what is your conclusion here? My, my Say it. Put it on wax. Put it on wax. Okay, let's put it on. Let's put it on wax. My conclusion is you missed out on a huge opportunity, all because of pride. All because of pride. What are you that's talking about? That's what this is about. That's what this is about. This is about Jerry Jones thinking that he can make the right decision at all times and didn't have the nuts to make the biggest decision for, for the sake of the, of the franchise. You should have went and got this man. You would have been in Super Bowl talks this year. Now, we'll see you in 2040. That's my. That's on the wax. That's on the wax. 2040 is the next time you will be in Jack is better season. than Russell Wilson. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I heard the same shit. Uh, 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 people saying uh, Carson Wentz was better than Dak Prescott. That didn't age very well. Who said that? Everybody. The world said that. Oh, oh, Every fucking I year. Mean, I, Even last I year. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he's better. I mean, maybe he's the same guy. He's the same dude. Listen, it's a wrap. The Cowboys already won that goddamn division. So we're already in the playoffs. On wax. Easy. That's 6-0. and We're already starting the season 6-0. and that's a big advantage. That's like Patriot shit every year. You know why they won? Uh, they had such a great 20 years? Because they were 6-0 every year. They started the season 6-0 in that shitty-ass division. We have that shitty-ass division now. We rolling. Oh, okay, cool, cool. How many times have you guys started 6-0? Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? I didn't hear and you. How many, times, how many times has the bag started 6-0? Never. Okay. So Our Super Bowl so years, we saying? started 0-2. What are you saying? Just saying we got six dubs right off the bat. We win four games. We're ten. We got ten dubs. We're in the playoffs. You're you're on wax. I'll go ahead and go on wax too. Uh, My Giants will go ahead and take the division, and I'm ready to move on to the next next subject because this is this is ridiculous. I mean, Um, you're talking. You're emotional. You're emotional because this is. I I want your specific. No, let's get let's get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, let, let's get into the to the little. Let's give you your your your. Let's get into your wheelhouse. <laughs> What's been on your mind lately with, with with everything that's gone on in the last several? I mean, it's been a fire ass week in the politics field, has it not? It's been ridiculous, man. It's, it, I mean, I got my popcorn sitting right here. It's twenty four seven. I got popcorn on my coffee table. Literally, could, could these motherfuckers buttered. not lie? I mean, could did they literally lie about <laughs> everything? I mean, literally hey, everything. Where is your president, Miha? Why hasn't he shown his face? Why isn't he talking in, talking to the people? So let, let's let's just clear some things up right now. You know the uh, 
the current occupant at uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is nothing but a, a, a scarecrow. A marionette, <laughs> strings <laughs> attached. Exactly. I mean, the WAB, a.k.a. Weekend at Bernie's. Is, uh, weekend at Biden's. <laughs> weekend at Biden's. <laughs> you say, did you see those uh, motherfuckers man. moving his arm, making him, like, fake sign the bill? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, hey, man, I've seen it all from what am I signing to uh, what do you want me to do? Hey, do you need me to answer? I mean, I got I got this guy. You know, when Trump was in there, Trump was in there. He told everybody what to do, and they ran around for him like like slave, like a slave ship in that place, man. It, I mean, it was beautiful because he was the man in charge. He was. There was no doubt. There was no doubt. That's what you need as a, as a president, man. That's what you need. I mean, this this dude Biden literally like starts buffering. You you got to unplug him, wait ten seconds, plug his ass back in. I mean, this guy's like fucking lost. Did you see the uh, interview where his wife interrupted him and took over the interview? No, I didn't know he was doing oh. any interviews. Oh, oh my goodness! They're like, why is she talking? No one voted. What for they her. they say they say that like after like five o'clock, like late in the evening, this guy is like fucking brain dead. Yeah, oh yeah, sundowners, right? Or something like that with the, uh, with the whole thing with, uh, yeah, dementia. Yeah. yeah, like in the evenings, like that's why they were like real worried about those, uh, um, him and the debates and shit like that. Like, and, and it's only getting worse. Like, this guy's literally just I, barely I was alive. Out in the Midwest. I was out in the Midwest um, having a uh, chat till like two in the morning with this. <sighs> Man, I was, you know, this straight liberal, just hardcore liberal type, uh, just... Well, it was anything, fan, anything but Trump. Fan. That's it. That's what they exactly. wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so she was, her, her apologist, uh, reply to me was, you know he has a stuttering problem, right? Oh. Because <laughs> his brain's yeah. backfiring. His brain's backfiring. Um, it's like your car when it won't start. Anything. Anything to, to just deflect, deflect, deflect. But look, look, we don't have to waste our time in this. We both agree that the dude is, is not all there. I, I don't know if he lasts another six months. We'll see. Let's get into where. Well, let me. Let's go down. Let's do this. This is what I want to do. I want to go down the checklist because I want to go down what what these motherfuckers ran on, all the promises they made, and and how many of them they kept. Let, let's start with Medicare yeah, sure, for all. Sure. Eh, wrong. It didn't happen, right? Um, okay, so here's the thing. It, it, obviously, that that's not on this bill. That's not on this bill. I don't know. How it's not on a bill. They that. didn't force the vote oh, last month. It, 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 they were trying to pass it before Pelosi. Remember, remember when they the AOC and, and the squad and all them were talking about getting Medicare for all. They all ran on Medicare for all. This and, was and one month ago. I didn't see that. This was two was months two ago, months. but right before uh, Pelosi got the num uh, got you know voted in. We voted. Okay, so here's the thing. Did it did it go along party lines, or did some Democrats vote no on it? That's what I'd be interested in. No, I mean, it basically came down to the AOC and them, and they, they ran. All they had to do was withhold their votes to get it in the, to the bill. They were going to withhold their vote, voting for Nancy Pelosi. Right. That's what right. they ran okay. on, that they were going to withhold their oh. vote. You remember what I'm talking about? No, they voted for Nancy yeah. Pelosi without demanding yeah. that that yeah. that. So the same thing happened. Just happened again with fifteen dollars minimum wage. All these Dem none of the Republicans voted for it, right? Okay, we right. can see that, and that's more of just, hey, fuck you guys, than, than really anything else. And, and 
so they don't vote for uh, so no no Republican votes for the fifteen dollar minimum wage. So all these Democrats are are going back and forth on Twitter, tweeting each other, saying it takes courage. Somebody has to stand up for this and and demand that fifteen dollar minimum wage. Meanwhile, all these motherfuckers that are yip yapping on Twitter could easily withhold their vote and have it put in. That's all they have right. to do. Remember, the, the, there was a pol- right. parliamentary rule that they couldn't fix. They couldn't do a fifteen dollar minimum wage in this bill. And the parliamentarian's uh, uh, judgment has about as much weight as you or me. If, if you or me made a decision, they could just overrule it. What the P- Republicans used to do is they would just fire the uh, parliamentarian and then put in one that would do what they wanted. Or, if that fails, the vice president could overrule it. So Kamala Harris didn't overrule it. None of the Democrats decided that they were going to withhold their vote and demand that the $15 minimum wage be put in the bill. After they ran on all this shit, uh, Biden just basically backed off on it and basically said, oh, well, it can't be done. After he ran on this shit, he ran, his, almost his whole shit was about, about free Medicare, Medicare for all, uh, a fucking uh, $15 minimum wage. He was saying he was a pro, pro-union guy. All of a sudden, uh, he has nothing to yeah. say about Amazon being in a union. The unions are coming after him right now. The unions are going after him right now. He ran on the that. Medical, yeah, the, yeah, I remember. I remember the union stuff. I don't remember all the medical stuff. I didn't, I didn't think he had a whole bunch of talking points on that I, that I heard of on the campaign. Well, his campaign was non-existent, too. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it was, the, the, the Medicare shit was more of a, a Democratic... Uh, you know, platform. They were promising. Yeah. But him himself, he definitely spoke up on unions. He was a union man. He called himself a union man. He was heavy for a $15 minimum wage. Uh, Bernie uh, Bernie Sanders, when he conceded, he asked, that was the only question he asked him. He said, he asked... Uh, Biden, how committed are you to $15 minimum wage? And he went on his little soliloquy about how it's it's crazy that, you know, uh, it hasn't been ra- uh, raised and it's, it's a slave wage, or it's a, you know, a slave wage and nobody can live Elizabeth off of it. Warren, uh, Elizabeth Warren also chimed in and she was like swearing by everything that that's what they were going to push. They were going to convince Biden to do such and such when he gets in. Yeah. Um, and so neither, you know, neither one of them, Bernie or Elizabeth. $2,000 checks out the window yeah. when he specifically said $2,000 checks after the $600 ones went out when he was doing those little talks yeah. in Georgia. So he, I mean, he's gone back on literally everything he, he, he fucking promised. Anything well, that matters. I, I noticed that more and more of the polls uh, are showing negative approval on that idea. It's, it's, well, he it's has excellent approval yeah, right now. One, he's first. He he's, does. Biden does. He's in the sixty-eight percent range right now. Because what are you looking at? Well, it's because people are looking at the vaccine. They're saying he's doing a good job with the I, vaccine. So that's basically why. I'm, I'm seeing a fifty average across the board on, on polls. Like you, I look at more than one poll. Well, I don't really normally give yeah. a fuck about polls. Who actually takes a Me poll? Neither. Me Do you know neither. anybody who's ever taken a poll? I, I never, Where I do they take polls? Me. I don't know who gets polls. Inside the CNN uh, office, inside their uh, recording studios, that's where they take the polls right there. The hundred, the hundred employees they have in there are taking polls. Uh, anyway, um, look at uh, that one. That one grabbed your attention, obviously, but the ones that grab my attention, especially because it affects uh, my family, is the, um, the so-called "let me pay off your school loans." And uh, they interviewed him, or they shouted out some questions at him. I forgot all about. He went back on that big time. 
No, no, he first said $50,000. That's what he ran mm-hmm. on. I, listen, I know because this affects me directly. I, I have tons of fucking student debt. I got fucked over on that shit. He ran on $50,000, you know, basically forgiving student loans. And you, do you know what the excuse was? Do you know what the excuse was that he gave? Why he went back on it? Well, I heard an interview with, with what he said, but go ahead, go ahead. He basically said, maybe it's the same interview, basically said that he didn't want some rich kids to have their student loans, uh, somebody who went to Harvard or Yale to have their student loans forgiven because that wouldn't be good to have a couple rich kids get their fucking student loans forgiven. Um, so basically nobody gets it. Because the worst thing in the world <laughs> is to have some rich kids get their student loans forgiven. Well, that's why you have a limit. You say, hey, look, I'm just going to do 10000 for everybody, or I'm going to do 50000 Well, $10,000 is nothing. We could wipe our ass with that when it comes to student loans. I mean, they were subsidized. <laughs> right. these, these loans were subsidized by the U.S. government. Why do you think that student loans cost so much or cost so much to go to, uh, to, to college? Yeah. Because they inflated the prices because it was subsidized by the government. Right, right. No, exactly. That's why they, they, it's, it's a no-limit uh, charge. No fucking, con- no fucking none. No education is worth fifty thousand fucking dollars. I've been in a four-year university. I've been in everything. It's it's right. it's it's crazy. So fifty thousand dollars is actually, you know, that's going to pay off most people's. You know, there's a lot of people who have, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars that went to crazy-ass schools and medical school and shit. Yeah, that, that I you know beyond the fly beyond the fly interview that I saw was one gentleman that asked, "What do you say to those who are waiting for you to eliminate ten thousand or fifty thousand dollars in loans? What, what 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 do you say to those who have? This is the question from the reporter. What do you say to those who have been waiting and, and are wondering when you're going to do it? And Biden replies, "I would say to them, I'm not going to do it." Yeah, no, I saw that straight out. Yeah, straight out. Uh, and I think that's where he dropped it down to to ten thousand. That's the first time he said anything about ten thousand dollars because it had always been fifty thousand dollars. Here's here's the thing: it's going to be zero dollars. Oh yeah, there, yeah, there is yeah. No, there is nothing. It's not that's a hundred percent. But they have they have plenty of money. They have plenty of money to drop bombs on Syria, which they uh, called um, Trump uh, Hitler and war criminal for in two thousand seventeen. Four years later. Without congressional uh, approval, they do the exact same fucking thing before they send out checks, without, get, without fulfilling any of their fucking promises, they're bomb, bombing Syria. And that money, that, that, that uh, bombing, you can imagine how much that cost. That could have went to people. That could have been to yep. COVID relief. That could have been to schools opening. That could have been to um, vaccine. It could have been to so many things. But yet, we're, and his excuse was sending them the message. Tread we were defending ourselves, he said. He said that was a self-defense shit. So you bomb, you, you're, you're bombing, they were bombing Syria for some shit that like Iran did in another country. And they bombed Syria um, for it. It's crazy. What about, what about the no fracking lie? What's going no, on there? No, uh, no, uh, he ran on, uh, he would not be banning fracking. And he hasn't stopped it, right? Uh, he has banned fracking in, on uh, on federal lands, uh, resulting in forty thousand jobs lost. Oh right, right, right. When he first got came in with the executive order. Right, right. Um, I mean, these, I mean, just the lies continue, man. And just the lies have just piled up. And uh, I mean, I've never seen nothing like this in my life, man. 
I mean, you're, you're, getting, you're getting a guy that go in there. It's, he's an establishment guy. He knows how to win an election. He's going to say whatever he has to say. Once he gets in there, it's too late. He has all the power. Well, I mean, the, we and the media is on some new level. I mean, Rachel Maddow's on here. All these motherfuckers are out here touting this this new bill, talking about you know it's it's. Yeah. Listen, first of all, it's two bill. It's two trillion dollars, and only a small few of the people are getting fourteen hundred dollars. If you divided it, have you seen this? If you divide uh, two trillion dollars, six thousand dollars. It's six thousand each American. Not not you know the rich. Not you know not to the rich. Not to you know cut off every this. Child, cut off that. Everybody, every everybody, person everybody. in America could get six thousand dollars. So that tells you how very small percentage of this bill is actually going to the American people. And then anytime you want something or anytime the people want something, it's, oh, well, we don't have money for that or we'll have to tax you for this or we'll have to do that shit. Meanwhile, if they just pulled everybody out of all these fucking imperialistic regime wars that they're in, we could, we could get everything done. If we, if we uh, taxed Wall Street, everything's done. You tax billionaires, everything's done. It doesn't have to come out of the money of, the po- uh, 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 of people at all. So all, the, so all of these lies that you're describing and I'm describing, I'm sorry, uh, these are all pre-election lies. These are, as soon as he got into office, he broke every one of them. How about the lies that he's made since he's been in office? Starting with, uh, I think it was in March, uh, early March, I'm sorry, early this month, he's talking about how much relief or uh, how much progress that the COVID-19 spending bill will make such a difference in child poverty yeah cut it country. by a third or a half, half or something the, half yeah that, that it's not going to cut it at all that's no. the thing well, it's not gonna cut how, it. how far do they think how far do they think a fourteen hundred dollar check goes were they going to cut child think. poverty in half for what 15 minutes that's not even one <laughs> how long does it yeah exactly how long does it take to, okay so you're going to cut child poverty in half how long do, for how long how long does it take me to write this check to the landlord that, that, yeah, exactly. and we're right back into poverty it, it, it's a meal. It's a meal. <laughs> it, at, at most. At most. It's and, a meal. And, and, did you hear um, Jimmy Dore? His take on it? He's like, if you could cut child poverty in half that easily, why wouldn't you cut child poverty in whole? Why wouldn't you do all of it? Why would you just right. say only 50% of child poverty? Why wouldn't you want to cut, cut it all? Why don't you, why don't you spend four trillion and say, hey, no one starves anymore? Right? No one. I mean, no one starves, right? Right. right. Yeah, just double the bill. But they're acting like this fourteen hundred dollars is every us everywhere else in the world. If these motherfuckers, if people listening to shit don't know, every everywhere else in the world has some form of UBI, universal basic income, right now during at least during COVID, which is most of these uh, people are getting two thousand dollars a month because they were told they couldn't work and they were told that they had to shut their businesses down. Two thousand dollars a month. These motherfuckers are talking. That's that's consistent. Yeah, it's. Um, And these motherfuckers are saying that that one fourteen hundred dollar check in a twelve month period is somehow cutting poverty and child poverty. You know, like adult poverty, like by a third, and child poverty by in half. Like, what what the fuck are they talking about? Well. The thing about the, our, our bill that they just passed is there's a lot of wasteful spending in it, and it, it's so irresponsible. That is pretty much why you cannot offer... But they um, want you to think the wasteful spending is what they're sending to the people. That's the wasteful spending part. That's what they want to, you to think. Right. right. No, and, and it's not... I mean, it's not... Like, if you want to know how much, what your bill, what your Congress passed for you, 
as far as uh, the bill goes and how much wasteful spending maybe. It's everywhere. It's all online. I'll give you a couple of examples. $1.5 million for uh, Seaway International Bridge, which connects the New York to New York to Canada. Oh, I got a good and one. Schumer went for that, right? Two, that's $1.5 million. Okay, that, that's not a lot, but look at this. $350 billion bailout. Or 50, $350 million, excuse me, billion-dollar bailout for the use of unemployment rate in the fourth quarter of 2020. But basically, they're just going back. They're rolling yeah. back. Yeah, L- listen to this. I mean, listen to this. I got yeah. one that you might not have known that flew under the radar. Okay. $600 million to oh. San Francisco to, yeah. <laughs> to, 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 for their deficit, which wipes out 90%, 93% of San Francisco's deficit. Why is that significant? Who's from San Francisco, Miha? Do you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't know? Nancy Pelosi. So she, 81-year-old. She's paying off her own fucking city's debt with our fucking, with our fucking bill. It's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. And, and guess who's paying for that? Guess who's paying for that? I mean... We are, because it's money not going <laughs> yeah, into our pocket. Absolutely. It's absolutely. money not going into our pocket. All of that. What about all the uh, your your arts and your your museums that got millions and billions of dollars, four hundred seventy million for the humanitarian arts and museums. Oh, I love that. That's a that. Wait, why is that? This is a COVID bill, right? It's a COVID but they couldn't they couldn't get they couldn't get uh, minimum wage in here though. No. Uh, what about the three hundred billion dollar bailout to all the blue states, Los Angeles, New York, Illinois, all, all these states that. They let people riot and burn their cities down. They're bailing them out with $350 billion to, to fix everything, basically, and, to and, get everything back up and running. And, and don't forget, so I was telling you about the, the health care, uh, Medicare for All, which is basically, you know, uh, Medicare for All would be basically free, free um, Medicare for everybody. Basically, what the elderly have would be, you know, for every, everybody. Um, and what they did pass in this bill is $57 billion for COBRA Health. Have you heard of Cobra Health? It's fucking no, no, no. I have. I've never. I haven't heard anything about Listen, this. Listen, for this? one, for one hundred, one point five million people, they spent fifty-seven billion dollars on Cobra Health, which is shitty fucking health insurance. That comes out to over forty thousand dollars per person. When the rest of the world that has a, a, a free health care spends between two to four thousand dollars per person to have free health care for everybody other countries spend two to four thousand dollars they're spending 40 grand per person for cobra health which when you're it, which is pretty cheap yeah, when you're employed this, but as yeah. soon as you yeah. lose it it's like two thousand twenty five hundred dollars right. a fucking month it's it's and the, you have to pay it because it, it'll expire. It, you're, you're done. Crazy you know, co-payments, you crazy it. deductibles. Yeah. It's the worst insurance yeah. ever. And they spent fifty-seven billion dollars instead of spending less and giving everybody in the country free health care. That's crazy. Or just or, or just changing the policy on the Cobra. I mean, you don't have to do that. You don't have to jump the price. You say, hey, we're going to lock it in. We'll spend this much on it. We'll expand it. We'll make more people have it available to them. 
But no, it, that's all policy, dude. That's all your Congress people not not taking care of all the small. Well, well, and it goes. You know, it all comes first full circle because when you go back to the fifteen dollar minimum wage, what does everybody say? Oh, well, it's going to lead to unemployment because small businesses this and that. No, it's not. Think about this: if everybody had free health insurance and those small businesses didn't have to pay for their employees' health care, guess where that money could go? To their right, fucking right. wages. And if um, they still didn't have okay. enough, you could subsidize it like they did with 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 fucking education. And you could help out right. smaller businesses so that nobody loses that. jobs. They did that. They did that this summer when they said, hey, we want everyone to get $5 more an hour at, uh, example, Costco. The government stepped up and paid that extra pay per, per employee. It could have been the same thing. Now, here's another way of doing that. You could also say, hey, look, we're going we're gonna to make people do this that have 100 employees or more or 50 employees or more because these are more corporate type. Or, uh, or, or, yeah, or just base it on, 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 on their total income. Yes, yes. Or, or, or you mean from the, from the corporate. Or yeah, from the based on itself. how much yeah. money they're pulling in. Yeah. Obviously, if you're like... You a, get zero you know, help. Little, you know, Walmart gets zero help. You pay your fucking... Pay. Here's the thing about the $15 minimum right, wage. Right, right. It, it should be $24, $25 an hour. And right. this shit isn't going <laughs> to kick in. This wouldn't kick in until five years from now. So by then, it'll be like $30. And you're settling for the bare fucking minimum of $15. And they won't fucking give you that shit. Talking about it'll lose jobs and shit like that. How crazy is this shit? This shit is wild. There needs, to be, there needs to be adjustments. They're just, they're, it's the language. A lot of it is language that we're not reading into. These guys are, are, are deep. They're knee deep in all of these, uh, these new bills. Loopholes. These new, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're, they're, they know. They've read it and they've read it. You know, they're in depth on it. And, um,. I agree with you 100%. I mean, there's a way to do things, and they're just not willing to bend. No, they there's want to make no, you think, they want you to think that everybody's going to lose their job if they give everybody a living wage. They want you to, to, to fucking think it's absolutely impossible to do. Um, first of all, they already got you lower, uh, lowest bar thinking here because $15 an hour is nothing. Look at all of the things that you're concerned about can happen. You just Absolutely. Cut out the wasteful spending. Exactly. All the wasteful spending that's going overseas. War. That's going into these uh, uh, socialist type of uh, I, uh, like, like the arts and all these things, these museums. Cut all of that out. Cut all of that out. Well, Focus here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. We're we're paying for these low wages because we're the ones paying for all the the the. the the public health, you know, the public assistance things like food stamps and all that shit. We're the ones that have to pay that shit. So if if you wanted to have a less socialist thing where you're giving less handouts, pay people more. And guess what? You don't have to provide those fucking things for people. A lot less. Now we got you and I got into this earlier. Welfare, all that shit. Because, uh, because it's a combination of things, and I don't know where you stand on it, but I, like I said, the education system from the beginning, from K through twelve is destroying our kids and our futures because they don't know how money works. They don't teach kids how money works. My daughter is 12. She's reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I have her on stuff that, that's teaching her how to uh, pay bills, you know, 
how how to compound interest, things like that. Right. Our our school system doesn't teach our kids these things. Why though? That's Think about this too. Means. Why don't they teach them about loans? Why don't they teach them about credit? Think about this. Because Nicole, they need drones. They need drones. Well, think about how it all goes for full circle. We're, we're talking about forgiving uh, student loans. We were just talking about that. If you taught people mm-hmm. about these loans and these predatory loans that these companies were giving out that were subsidized by the government, if you taught kids this shit, they wouldn't fall for it. And you wouldn't be able to rope them in for tens of thousands of fucking dollars for their entire life. They'd be wise up to it. That, that's because, yes, we need drones. Oh, you're always going to have drones. You're going to have those people that are... They're not even drones, though. They're just... They never had... It's not like they knew the information and choose to ignore it. That's more of a drone. They never... They, they just don't want to teach you how to balance your checkbook. They don't want to teach you about using credit uh, uh, responsibly. They don't want to the teach you about applying should, for college. The, in, the information should be accessible. If it's not, you're, you're, it's almost like you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> Well, yeah. You know, I if mean, it's not it, accessible, then, then you're, you're sabotaging these people. And that's what I see. That's what I see. Yeah, so, I think so, what we were know, talking, what we were disagreeing on is I, I was saying, like, all the super left, liberal, fucking identity politics shit. That shit's really big at the college level. And, and what I said was they now have it in the high school, junior high level. And this is what messed with my son. My son, you know, I'm, you know me, I'm, you know, I have the conservative mindset. I, I teach, you know, I have faith in God and, and uh, you know, uh, traditional family type situation and all that stuff. And then he's going to school and, and, they're, and they're shoving something else down his throat. And he, he would tell me, and this is confusing for kids, man. This is not, this is not okay. This is not okay. So uh, I monitor my, my, my kids' Zoom classes. I check on them every so often. You know, I, I, I want to know what they're talking about. Because as you know, California is rolling out new curriculum with regard to uh, Christianity, things like that, uh, uh, other uh, cultural religions. And, well, they and, need to rewrite the history book and actually reflect real history. They should start there. They're calling Columbus um, basically a Nazi. Well, it was. Uh, you know. Some some teachers are saying that online. I, mean, I, I don't know so about a Nazi, but he he uh, whatever the fuck that means. I mean, yeah, you he, know, he, he you was know, a conqueror. He was a rape and pillage ass motherfucker. Of course he was. And yeah, yeah, that's just history. That's what it is. Yeah, you, know, you, you know, got to rewrite the history books to actually reflect actual history. It's a lot of of white people fucking shit up, and they don't and, they don't want to be held responsible for all that shit. Well, they shouldn't be. That's that's what happened. But uh, what I'm saying is, I don't have a problem with that. Tell the truth. That's great. exactly. But that doesn't that doesn't mean cancel history and cancel this, cancel that. That just means okay. They want to pretend it doesn't exist. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's on both sides. There's these issues on both sides with that. But anyway, I wanted to get into uh, the the overreporting of vaccinated Americans. Did you hear about that? The what? Biden is claiming that he is uh, he, he has X amount of numbers vaccinated in this country, which is it, it's a lie. The numbers are the real numbers are coming out, and uh, he's over exaggerating how many people have have been vaccinated. He's also stating that he had no vaccination rollout plan when he came in. He also has stated live on TV. He said there was, was no, no vaccination vaccine. to begin with. Yeah. Yes, yeah, even though he got his in December, he said there was no vaccine. Yeah, when he got into <laughs> office, there was no vaccine. Like, yes, there was. <laughs> they had already rolled it out in some places to, to, to frontline workers and shit like that. Are you getting the vaccine? Are you ever going to get the vaccine? 
Oh, you're still in my lines. Okay. You're going to go here and, and Carlos Mencia me on my own show? You're going to come out here and, and steal my own shit. It don't even harm me, Mija. I, I, I infect COVID, Mija. That, that's what the fuck happens over here. They need a vac. COVID needs a vaccine for me, motherfucker. That's what happens. I, it can't touch me. Teflon Don shit over here. I ain't, get, I ain't ever had a fucking flu shot. Why the fuck would I get this? Well, yeah, no doubt. I, I don't blame you. Don't. I would advise you not to do it. Yeah, L- L.A. schools were trying to, uh, or they were saying in L.A. County that they were forcing kids. They were going to force kids. I don't know how they're still, if they're still on it. But the latest, I, last I heard, like last month or two months ago, was that they, they planned to have uh, mandatory vaccinations before they let kids go back to school. Someone came out this morning and said that 50, over 50% of Republicans, a.k.a. Trump supporters, are saying they will never take the vaccine. They are claiming that this is a public health crisis because they won't take it. Now, that being said, and they're starting to blow that up, you know it's going to lead down another rabbit hole. Meaning, meaning hey, you can't fly unless you have the oh, vaccine. Right, hey, yeah. you can't go to a restaurant they're gonna force you to get the vaccine without forcing you to get the vaccine you can't ride a bus if you don't have it you can't do this you can't do that shit yeah so so basically if that's not communism just kind of reworded it you know or um they're kind of just creeping around the communist type of thinking there what do you what say you on on something like that going down where they say hey look we don't want you traveling. We don't want you uh, renting a car. We don't want you coming into our restaurants unless you have this. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy shit. First of all, I don't fly, so I don't give a fuck about that. Uh, I'll drive my my fucking ass. But How about when you went to Dallas? Yeah, I flew for that shit. Okay, so shut the hell up. That's it's like one time. Uh, well, I flew to Hawaii too, but still. I, if I could fly, uh, if I could drive, if driving's an option, I'd drive anyways. But yeah, no, I know, I know they're gonna do that shit. They're not gonna get away with that shit. Uh, they they can't fucking do that. They can't force people to put shit in their fucking body. Uh, oh, oh. I mean, hey, look, this is a new, this is new territory. Would you would you not say this is all new territory? These last twenty four months, or yeah. actually these last four years, this has been new territory. Yeah, I've seen nothing of this in my lifetime. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I don't even know what's next. Man. Um, okay, and, and so w- what say you, Mija, uh, the, hundred, the 100 million vaccines in 100 days that Biden claimed he was going to uh, administer in his first 100 days, but which Trump already had all set up for him, uh, what do you, what's your take on him claiming, oh, it was so difficult to do that he, you know, basically he had to, everything was from scratch, and you know this is a lie, you know, because... Well, well, first off, they they pre they they, these these Democrats. They remember they were talking about uh, the goal was to have you know everybody vaccinated by August. They kept saying August September time because they knew it would be ready by May. So they could say they could say, oh look how far advanced we are. 
We're getting it out in May when they knew damn well it was going to be ready in May. They just. What was the target number for, for this August supposed? I, I don't know. I don't know. They were just saying, okay. you know, that whatever it was, a certain amount of people were going to be vaccinated by this time. And in, in, I think they said basically it was going to be available to everybody. Well, it was prepaid in advance back in April and May of 2020. Everything was paid. They even manufactured these things before approval, anticipating that it would be approved. They had these vaccines manufactured. By November, December, these things were rolling out. So I don't understand all of these claims of victory. And Propaganda, Miha. Of... I mean, you you seen it's it's the same with this bill. You look at look at MSNBC, look at Rachel Maddow, look at these CNN thing. They're 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 fucking putting these things historic out like bill. Historic, historic bill, historic bill, never been done yeah. before in our lifetimes because they've never of passed course. a bill in our fucking lifetimes. They've never and, progr- and there's never been a progressive bill in our lifetime. <laughs> I've never seen a country destroyed with one bill. So yeah, yeah. it is historic, Miha. Well, I mean, I mean, basically, they're saying, "Look, we're, we're uh, you know, be thankful for the, the the fucking crumbs we gave you." You know. What What about his stupid ass saying uh, that the bill was a bipartisan effort? That yeah. even though it Dude, went right well, in the middle. So, 50, 50, so here's the thing: they were Kamala, talking about. Kamala broke the time. Well, a couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago, they were talking about how they were behind the scenes working with the Republicans and and, and trying to work out on a deal, and they were they were making progress, and then. It turns out that none of them voted for it. So basically, they were only negotiating with them fucking selves, and they still didn't pass all this shit about the $15 minimum wage. They were talking about how they were working they were working behind the scenes with the Republicans, and they were making progress and all this shit, and it turns out none of them voted for it, and they were literally just they were negotiating with themselves and still didn't pass it. And, and he, he came on TV and did this uh, teleprompter 10-minute speech talking about how it was bipartisan. But yet, like you said, not one Republican, not in either, in either of the House or the Senate, in either the House or the Senate, not one Republican voted for this freaking spending spree. Not one. Well, I, w- I wish it was for the right reasons, but it, it, it wasn't. But still, I mean, if, if, if a couple, if literally a couple Democrats had just not voted on it and withheld their vote until, just like with the Nancy Pelosi election, all they had to do was withhold their vote and say, give us Medicare for all and we'll fucking, we'll nominate you. They didn't do it. They just fucking nominate her right off the bat without fucking doing it. Uh, that's what all that forced to vote shit was for. They brought that forced to vote shit back now for this, which is basically withhold your vote. Withhold your vote. They put that 15. It's a must-pass bill, which means they absolutely have to pass this bill. They're going to capitulate to whatever stipulations you ask for. If all you have to do is six of these Democrats had said, we're not voting until you put the $15 minimum wage in, they'd have put the $15 minimum wage in. And then they would have voted for it. That's what forced to vote was all about. You know what else? Uh, just to add on to those uh, points that you just made, none of those, uh, the, the squad, as you call them, or whatever, none of them fought for it. They none of them. It and they, they ran on it. Speak up. And they ran on it. AOC, that was her whole thing, was Medicare for all, $15 minimum wage. And when she had a chance, and her little cronies had a chance to do this shit, they proved that they're just little... Uh, politician celebrities. That's all it was ever about was turning into some kind of politician I, celebrity. You know what I think? It, you know what? This is what happens. Someone comes to their door, knocks on the door, and they come in and they have a talk with them. And what happens is is they say, hey, look, let's get this through and we'll live to fight another day. And you know what? They're just easily sold, man. You know what? They give them another, they give them another one of their um, 
they offer them another, whatever they're trying to pass, some other little part, hey, look, we passed this for you. Then shame on them because they're not listening to, they're not paying attention to history because that's what they've done every single time. It's just a wheel. That's what they say. And, Miha, what do you think they're going to do with, this isn't going to get, $15 minimum wage, they will say, oh, we'll we'll make something, we'll, we'll focus strictly on that. It will not be passed in Joe Biden's, uh, first term at all. You know why? Because they're going to use that, the the carrot to dangle in front of your fucking face again in the next election. That's what they're going to do. Right. And guess what? Uh, another, yeah. They're not going to do it again. No. It's just not something that normally, it's not something that a free country like, like a, you know, like a, um, a country with, uh, like our constitution, the way it's set up, it's just not set up for a locked-in minimum wage yeah, if you go to New Zealand and things like that, yeah, that's just the way they have it set up. Their their because, but it can like be, that. but it can be. That's the thing. It can yeah, be. We talked about that. It's yeah, not, but it can be. Uh, but um, was I fucking? I was gonna say something. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, just while you're thinking about it, uh, there's two more hot spots that we really got to touch on, and I don't want to take all your day, but um, what about this denial of the border crisis? If it's not a border crisis, if it is not a border crisis, why do you allocate FEMA resources to the border? Why why do you do that if it's not a border crisis? Just no problem. And you know what? The American people, 80% of them are no, low information. You know, you know this. They're low information. They don't have time to look into these things. They vote colors. So they're just going with it. Well, yeah, when it comes to voting, they just vote colors. They vote all blue. Well... Vote all even right. news, though, even information, even information. You know that I, I talked to some people out there, like in Pasadena and stuff like that. I, they, they wonder, man, I wonder why the gas prices went up all of a sudden. I look at them like, I mean, people really don't know, man. They really don't understand how, how, why, how and why uh, gas fluctuates and what can cause it. They don't get it. They just think it goes up and down. There's really no reason. So these are these are our voters. These are the people that um, that are voting our leaders in, into office. What else? Do you remember what you were going to say? No. Go, what was the other thing you got? Oh, oh well, I, I just wanted your take on that. Uh, your your the border crisis situation. Uh, the uh, so what's going on? What's the thousands of of miners that are in uh, basically they're in so quote unquote cages at the border. Uh, the ones that Obama without, built without that they tried to blame uh, Trump for. Yeah. And here's the thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I, it comes off. This whole thing comes off as like, uh, you, listen, you're the you're the Trump nut swinger. I ain't the Trump nut nut swinger. But <laughs> but you know what? When it was when Trump was in office and, and and Republicans were running shit, it was dump on the Republicans all time. Oh, we're better than them. We'll make we'll turn this country around and all this shit. Okay, now the ball's in your fucking court, and you're seeing what they're doing with it. So now it's time to be critical of you, just the way you were critical of the Republicans but when Trump was incorrect. But they're claiming victory. They're claiming that what they're doing is historic. It's for the best for the people. They're telling us what's best for us. Well, they were trying. The whole thing, remember at the beginning, was that Trump built these cages and he filled them up. No, Trump did not build those cages. Obama built those cages. There's pictures of his defense secretary uh, touring the cages with kids in them. Phil. Well, back then they didn't, they didn't call them cages. They were right. migrant Did, housing facilities. Right. They were, yeah. Right. <laughs> they were called YMCA's. <laughs> right. And, and now, you know, Trump get in there. Luxury they're, hotels. They're basically, 
their rate cages in. And you know what? They're, they're uh, over 700% over capacity is what they're saying right now. So these kids are basically... So what, what wasn't, was Biden threatening to release them? Is that what he was doing? He was going to release uh, a bunch of people in, in, in basically yeah, in Texas? Well, what they're doing is they're doing a catch and release where they catch you, they document you, they say, hey, return to court in a few months and uh, we'll take care of this and they release you into our country. None of those people, they're undocumented. They're not going to report to court. They don't give a shit. They just yeah. go all out their business and move along, you know, into our country and do what they have to do. But uh, this guy has lost complete control. I thought we had, I thought we had a pandemic. I thought that you know, if you try to fly over here from Europe, you have to pass a COVID test before getting into the country. Yeah, you have to do that we to get into Hawaii. Test. You have to do that yeah. just to go to Hawaii. But the U.S.-Mexico border, you just, you hey, do whatever. We just we document you, it's catch and, catch and release, and, you know, it's all good. I mean, it, it's it's pitiful. There's, that's that's all I wanted. I wanted to bring up that uh, ridiculous uh situation in the migrant centers, what uh, uh, the quote-unquote new migrant centers, uh, a.k.a. the cages under Trump, uh, how they are how they are uh, framing that. It, well, the the same way, the exact same thing, it's the exact same thing, thing they did with Syria. In 2017, they were, remember, they were gassing people, uh, fucking genocide or some shit over there, and Trump bombed them. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't with congressional uh, approval also. And so they were accusing Trump of being, uh, you know, a war criminal and all this shit. And literally, they do the same thing a month into their, their fucking, uh, to their little, to, to the Biden administration. They do the exact same thing. Like, no, congr- I mean, it's literally a war crime. It's against our own constitution. It's, it's against the, you know, international law. It's against, he's literally a war criminal for bombing, doing the exact same thing. And you have people like that Jen Psaki chick who they pull up her tweets from 2017 was condemning Trump, basically calling him a war criminal, saying what you know they were Syria is a sovereign state. What what constitutional right did we have to bomb them? And they literally go and now she's saying it was absolutely necessary four years later to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, she's a piece of shit. You know that. Oh, she's yeah. an absolute. She's a circle back girl. I seen the video. It was kind of cool. She's a fucking um, liar and a half. I mean, but listen, I, I get it. I mean, you have to be a liar to be in that that position. Yeah. I mean, now, that's now, now. But who do you believe, though? Who do you believe? Do you believe her, or do you no. believe my girl that was on there for 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 all that time? Uh, I can't even think of her name. Um, oh man, I can't. I can't think of her name. Uh, uh, um. Oh, man. Who was our press secretary from the Trump? I forgot her name. I don't know. You're the Trump nuthugger. I, I, I don't give a yeah. fuck about no Trump, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I forgot. Well, it's the same thing. Listen, the prerequisite to, to having that job is you got to fucking lie. I mean, you got to push all the bullshit. So, I mean, it would be interesting to see what she really thinks behind, you know, closed doors, you know, but still. I mean, she gets up there and literally... Kaylee. Kaylee McEnany. Who do you read? Who, who you listen to? Yeah. I don't even remember that bitch. Oh, Probably neither. I, 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 I'll go with neither. <laughs> option, option D. They, because they need, they need to be a decent liar to be in that position. Got it. I, e. I, I can see that. Option E. None of the above. Did you see that uh, interview where he says, um, no, that's not true about, the, uh, about every kid should go to school at least one day when, when uh, Saki said... Uh, at least, at least we're hoping for at least one day a week for every student or more. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, I remember yeah, what I wanted to out. say, though. 
Uh, we can't. We can't okay, get Cuomo. <laughs> your, your take on Cuomo? Uh, yeah, this, that's yes, what I want. Yes, 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 yes. This fucking guy, huh? Oh, how the well, fuck? I mean, how the fuck? About... First of all, first of all, let, let, let's let's break this down. He killed fifteen thousand people by sending them, to, forcing sick COVID, elderly sick COVID patients into nursing homes after underestimated. Uh, Go ahead. Underestimated. Uh, possibly, yeah. possibly. Um, after uh, basically uh, passing um, legislation that would absolve CEOs and upper echelon uh, corporate uh, insurance company people from any kind of liability. Um, and the, 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 the transgender person who's to, who took over now as, as the health secretary did the exact same yes. thing in Pennsylvania, used the exact, exact same piece of legislation, the exact same uh, maneuvers that Cuomo did, she did in her own, her own city, in, in Pennsylvania, in her own state. Um, and, and all they want to focus on, instead of the 15,000 uh, deaths the, in the nursing homes, women, yeah. are, are the harassment of, of, of women, which, you know, in and of themselves should have been done because they're the Me Too movement, right? They're the cancel culture. Right. Everybody who, 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 you know, looks at a, a female wrong gets canceled, but here you have this guy who, I don't know, how many women have come out talking about, now they're talking... Seven. seven. And one grabbed her, you know, talking about going on a on, on an invest. Yeah. Fuck it, uh, going on a, a, a interview and being asked if you if you what was he, what was he saying on these interviews? Asking these chicks that they fuck on the first date and shit like that. No, I didn't hear that. He's asking them crazy ass <laughs> shit. He's asking them crazy ass shit on job interviews. It's fucking wild. Oh man! And he's still in office. Yeah, I call that, I don't, I, you know, I don't even know. I mean, me personally, I don't know if I call that sexual harassment. It might be just be aggressive flirting. <laughs> okay. But you can't do that in office because, you no. know, there's a lot of people that do that every day and, they, they, you know, whatever. I, I don't I don't speak that way to people at all, but I'm just saying it's just pathetic. And you know what? They want to focus on the lesser of two evils, though, basically. They want to focus on that, and they won't say shit about the 15,000. How could they... The cover-up. The cover-up of all these deaths. Conservative conservative media, and, and your boys at the Hill, and girls, your boys and girls at the Hill, are focused on the... Oh, they ain't the, letting uh, that go. The nursing deaths. They're all over that. So I wouldn't say every... You, you're talking about... Uh, the propaganda media, the uh, the CNNs, the corporate NSA, media, MSDNC, yeah, yeah, those guys. This yeah, guy wrote a book people. about about how he he basically yeah. conquered COVID and got an Oscar for and it. got an Oscar for it for a speech and, he gave. And, but the reality is that he may have been the most underperforming governor in COVID. Uh, That's the reality, and they were calling him the shadow yeah. president. Remember, they were saying he was the actual yeah. president of the United States and not Trump. And he'll be out of office shortly. He'll be done shortly. Um, you think so? You think he? You think they impeach well, him? He ain't. He ain't giving up. He ain't gonna resign. I could promise you that. He ain't resigning because enough pressure on on the pressure points. He will resign. Uh, impeachment, I see highly unlikely, in my opinion. Uh, you have fifty percent of New Yorkers who say he's he's fine. He'll stay. In, you know, fifty percent of. Uh, of New York residents are, are still backing him. That's a, I mean, that's a lot. I, I thought it'd be like 80-30 or 80-20 at this point or something like that. But um, it's it's ridiculous because the president, the so-called uh, the WAB, weakened at, at Biden's, he won't condemn him. He won't, he won't you no, know, well, let's look at the investigation. Of that's exactly what he said, and so did Pelosi. That's exactly what they both said. If it was a Republican, if oh. it was Jim Jordan, if it was Matt Gates, if it was Trumpy, they would have been under 
they would have been dragging their if it was Bernie Sanders. I don't know about that. Well, maybe they, sh- they they just were saying there's this book. Did you see that hill? They were just talking about how the uh, Democrats basically it came down to a real reality when Biden was at his lowest point during his campaign trail that they decided they would rather have Trump serve a second term than have Bernie Sanders be the nominee for the Democratic Party. The Democrats? Yes. That's what they want. Yes. It was more important uh, that, that because they were going to, he, Bernie Sanders is going to turn the Democratic Party into a socialist party. And they thought that was more of a threat than actually having uh, Trump win a second presidency, a second term. You know what that, you know what that tells me is, is, there is a level of rational thinking on the Democrats' side. There is a level. But there's well, so much because pressure. they're not Democrats. There's, they're fucking actual Republicans. There's a lot of hatred, though. That's the problem and bitterness. Um, I mean, look at Pelosi. She's still out there blaming Trump for... Uh, for uh, What did he blame? She, she came out today and blamed Trump for... Um, yeah, so, of, so nobody focused uh, on border, all the corrupt shit she does. Border security. She blamed Trump today for the lack of border security. To, she complained about the border president. The most secure border in history. She blamed him for what's happening today. How is that even possible? That's called hatred. That's called hatred. It's called look it over there. Don't look over here. That's yeah, what that is. Don't blame us. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it's, it's, anytime you're spent, you're spent doing some other shit and not looking into her is what she wants. All right. Cuomo Cuomo shoots a call over to his um, to the uh, county officials with regarding to uh, vaccines to check if they're still loyal to him. Your take? He did what? He's calling around in the in in his uh, in in his state, trying to find out who's got his back, Cuomo. Yeah, who's, who's, who's sticking by him and who's, who's moving on? Uh, yeah, uh, I de, could... Blasio, de Blasio hates his guts. He's, he wants him out now. Yeah, but here's the thing. They're, they're all so corrupt. They, look at how they've already covered him. If it had been anybody else, like you said, it would have been over. They would have already been out of there. Yeah, no doubt. The fact no that he's doubt. still in there, and fuck all the... Listen, listen you, you can't fucking harass women. I get that. But compared to killing people, like literally making knowingly passing legislation to to cut CEOs of any kind of responsibility, knowingly sending people to their fucking deaths. Uh, 80% of all deaths were in were, were elderly two, two, people two, two, and in two, two, nursing homes. Two, two, two things. Two things to add to that. Uh, one, he had the resources to protect all of those older uh, citizens. He had the resources. He had the uh, housing for them, uh, which was... Um, uh, basically, uh, temporary um, shelters, and you had that Navy ship that Trump sent over to their docks. That's number one. I want to get you take on that. But number two is, you had mentioned about no, uh, he would have been gone. Cuomo would have been gone already if it was anyone else. That's what you just said to me just a little while ago. I want to know who's to blame. Who's to blame? No, Why isn't he gone? This the establishment. He's an establishment guy. That's it. And follow the what money. The, the media is bought and paid for. They're all, they're all just, Botten. they're all just Democrat little fucking, they're all bought and paid for by the Operatives. same companies. They're Democratic they're, they're just Operatives. paid to, to run interference and propaganda. That's all they are. That's all they are. I mean, you could see. So the establishment, the establishment is 
is in correlation with the media. They are working together. That's They're one in the same. Listen, corporations are running America now. Not not right. any right. of those congressmen or Senate people or anybody. Big right. business runs shit. Banks run shit. Wall how, Street runs shit. We, more more important. How do we how do we take this country back? Well, oh, this is what another one I was gonna say. Well. One thing that, you know, I don't know how effective it's going to be, but have you heard about the people's, uh, uh, the people's, uh, what are they calling it? The people's uh, party? The people's party? Uh, I think it's in a small language on that. Not, not much. So I it's similar to the Green Party, except they're kind of doing their own thing from the Green Party, which is an independent party, because, you know, the Green Party has just never been successful. And, you know, in theory, it, it, it's a great idea, but it just hasn't worked. And so they're kind of trying to get away from the... You, you know, the stench of, you know, this failed Green Party, and they're starting a new third party. It's called the People's Party. Jimmy Dore actually just said that he, he signed up. He's a registered member of the People's I'm Party. Now. I'm going to have to follow that. I sent you the video. I sent you the video. Yeah, I haven't seen today's. So he interviewed, he interviewed the two people uh, that, you know, are the heads of it, basically. So basically there's a huge – right now they're saying about 50% of Americans identifies independence now. And they did some poll, again, we're talking about poll, so who the fuck knows, and I think it was in Texas, but um, 60, so 50, before September, 57% of people um, supported a third party, and now, as of like a, a week ago, it's up to 62%. So it's jumped a, a 5% in just a couple of months of people who want a third party. So people are slowly starting to become, you know, actually real woke about what's going on now that it, it's basically this country is is run by corporations and the only way to take it back to answer your question what do we do revolution that's that's literally all you can fucking do i'm not talking about burn shit down and kill people and all that shit but listen how would you characterize how would you characterize uh this people's party i mean what what what, what? A lot of a lot they they self claim you know that they have a lot of the similar beliefs of the Green Party, but they're only basically you know very similar to that, but basically not taking they they vow to not take any corporation funding, so it's only funded by the people number one so first and foremost, it's not paid for by at all by any kind of corporation funding or anything like that, and it's more of like a populist i would say type of type of thing yes it's it's that that's what it, you just said it my brother you just said it right i was looking for that's what i was looking for and i agree with you this is a populism movement that you are describing i have heard a little bit about it it is something that is um fueled by um economics um the, the problem with the media uh, the the um the eliminating of like like you know like uh uh, interest groups and things like that. Um, well, see, the unbalance, all the unbalance that we have right now, it brought together by a populist type of movement, uh, a common goal, just basically restructuring. Well, basically, it's driven yeah. by the populism movement. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the media has, they want you to believe that everything's wrong with the, with the country is race. They want a race war. Real yes. thing is, it's a yes. class war. You have the top 10% ruling over everybody. And basically, the everybody, the 90%, needs to just come together and figure out that we have way more numbers than them. And, 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 but here's the thing. Don't, don't forget why we are here, where we're at here. Why, why we are where we are right now is because of this class uh, segregation that you talked about. Um, they need you to need them. 
They need you. They want you to depend on them, yeah. The the reason why you know they don't care about you... They don't want to give you 15 minimum wage because they want you to have to rely on the government for assistance. That's right. If someone cares about you, they put you in position to what? Succeed. In position not to need you, not to need you, to be able to, to provide for yourself. They don't want that. That's ultimately not what they want. That, that's you know what they call that? That's called power. That's that power. Yeah. That's correct. They, they can't afford for you not to need them. Why? Because they need that vote and that money that comes with that vote. And, and like, I, like I said just a moment ago with regard to all the interest groups and the, uh, the, the lobbying and all of that, all of that is money. You have to have power to, have, to get that money, though. Stay in, stay in office. Populist movement. I need you to focus on, you need to put your resources and try to understand more about the populism movement. I think you personally will have interest Mia, in it. And that's I am thing. the fucking movement. <laughs> I'm the face of it, Miha. Wake up. This is, this We've been telling you, Miha, this, this politics shit, I am the captain now, Miha. No, I no, run no, no, this no, shit. No, 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 no. Miha, I put you onto this. Miha. Sinai, if, you, if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't know nothing about this. I'm the one, five years This ago, is coming Miha, from I the guy that's on break from the, from the Dr. Seuss fucking picketing right now. <laughs> yeah. You're on your 10-minute hey. allotted break. Hey. State mandatory break. You, you saw the video I sent you. Dr. Seuss, the new Chinese man. We're the only country that cares. China doesn't even care. China doesn't even care. Nobody gives like, a fuck what a cartoon said 50, China, 100 years China, ago. Yeah. China is like, what in the hell are they doing? Because the more there? you <laughs> focus on shit like that, the less you're focusing on what's really going on. That's all it is. And when we, you're at that top, when you're, when, when you're at that, that, that fucking... What what are Democrats? I mean, what what are the real voters? Who who really calls the shot? It's it's the the elite rich white people. It's the affluent white people that run that shit. And what do what rich white people have? They have the ultimate privilege. What's the ultimate privilege? The ultimate privilege is having the luxury of giving a fuck what people's uh, demographics are more than what they actually believe in, more than their actual politics, more than their actual policies, more, giving a fuck about who they're fucking behind closed doors, more than you give a fuck about what actually gets passed and what actually. They just want to check off check boxes. Why? Because they can afford that. $15 minimum wage doesn't affect them. $1,400 checks doesn't affect them. Uh, college tuition doesn't affect them. None of that affects them. So the only thing they can do to have any kind of, uh, uh, to feel good about themselves is the virtue signal amongst each other. And that's what all this shit is about. They have the ultimate luxury to give a I, fuck about is, demographics. I'm on board with that 1,000%. But I'm gonna, I'll, I'll leave it with this real quick. I'll leave it with this. Yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yes, in Congress... We're debating. We're in there in Congress, wasting millions of dollars debating puberty blockers for minors. Puberty blockers for minors. That's what our Congress is talking about. In China, they're debating infrastructure, buildings, skyscrapers, freeways. They're building that shit. Yeah. Man. They're, they, Hospitals. They have a plan to take over uh, being the the world leader by uh, 2049. That that's real shit. They, that came they, out this they, past they, week. No, that's that's done. They are the world leaders. We, we lost it because we're in Congress debating puberty blockers now. We're, we're the first, what's the first thing they passed, Mia? What's the first thing they passed? The day they got uh, in, right. in control. Uh, what was it? Um, they came in and they, the Gen- border. Gen- the no, border, wasn't it? no, before anything. Gender pronouns. Remember? They oh, bought. that's right. No more Mr. and Mrs. In, inside the, the chambers. In, 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 in Congress, yeah. in congressional meetings Father, and hearings, son, 
you, you can't say father, son, mother, brother, aunt, uncle. That's what this they pass. Nice focus. Nice yeah. focus. Well, the rest of the world is, is freaking uh, expanding their economy. And that was the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. Paying, their, paying their citizens a decent wage. Yep. All right, my brother. All I don't right. need to take all your time. Yeah, today. let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll see what's up next week. All right. Then. Yeah. yeah Whoo! God damn. God damn. Yep, yeah. I mean, you got your fucking, you, you got your money's worth if you came here for, 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 for two bros talking politics. That's it. I mean, that, that's the Cliff Notes level of, of politics and what's going on in the world. I know we've never been a, a political show here, um, but shit has just gotten crazy lately. And there's too many people that have no idea what the fuck is going on um, and have these broad ass views and, and, and just believe anything they, they, they fucking see on CNN and Fox and all these stupid ass fucking places. I just encourage y'all homies, if you want to get, you know, uh, real, real insides on this shit, go on YouTube and, and, and check out some people. Independent news. That's the only place you're going to find it. You have to go find independent news because they don't want independent thinkers on on, on national corporate media uh, type channels and shit like that. So check out The Hill. We, you hear us talk about The Hill. That's Crystal Ball and Sagar and Jetty. They are dope. Uh, Secular Talk with Kyle Kalinske is another dope one. And my fucking favorite, Jimmy Dore. The Jimmy Dore Show. That motherfucker is, is as real as it fucking gets. And it's basically, you're just getting politics without the spin. Without everything uh, that's actually happening uh, being left out. Um, so, anyways, listen, I, I gave you some fight talk, I gave you some Dak talk, um, I gave you some D's nuts in your motherfucking mouth, I gave a little bit of everything, I sprinkled you with everything, um, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, this might be one of the longest podcasts we've ever done here, hour and 45 minutes, god damn, I'll try to be back next week, I will be back next week, we'll talk some more fights, we got a big pay-per-view next week. I believe so. Yep, Stipe Miocic versus uh, Francis Ngannou. So we'll get into that shit. But until then, this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. And I'm out, motherfucker. I'm back real quick. I'm going to hit y'all with some old school, old school Seth Gecko on the way out here. If you like, we can fuck the night away. Hit him with that shit. Like the time of day Fuck out of here My plans are to stand you up Take a minute, it's a hint, it's spring My hands just ran you up Then down, rimmed out, I'll rebound you I plead out, see, now we found two Fucks, we can go and get one Swing the going against hard like me Balled like three times a day Grind me off fade and bounce right back Sounds like that shit's got me a name Swap me, I'll trade I'm up, your down, time's up No sound, my luck, we're bound At the hip, you can dip, you can bend in two Move with a thump in the ride Then move my junk to the side And across the street, then back to the curb Imagine nerve, backseat emergency then we go again, seesaw then We calling in to the ends in sight Pens in my right hand, your heart's in the left Gave you the upper hand, get me off Saved you rough man, tie it off Might try to stall, see it's all on the wrist Inject, take a hit, instead take a hit It's a mess inside, I ain't coming in Side you, tried to lie to you Then pulled out the garage, then down the street Fooled by the facade, we're bound to me A glance is a chance of a round on me Count on me, lost count on three Fake one, shake some ass on me Caution, wet floor, that's on me Hands strip dried, can't stand it's fine, sit tight hands Zip tied, you can't have this time. Back and stab me, have me any way you like. Play you right, say I might just take your sight, but you ain't blind. Read my lips, you up if it you like. 
We can fuck the night away But if you like the time of day You should find some other way To make me come around your way But I won't stay for very long I'm on my way To find that bitch I just passed up It's not too late Stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours uh, I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there Your hips, your head can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you If you like, we can fuck the night away We can fuck the night away And you should come around my way Around my way Around my way but if you like, then we should fuck the night away. on the yellow cab, 30 on dash, in the fast lane, pull up with the gas tank, empty flex, and I'll push this whip. With the e-brake on, looks like we're grinding, wilding, rolled up right beside him, ask for a lift, scratch that shit, backstroke it is, now I'm jumping in, it's time something is gonna give. What it is, what it do, touch it, find out, fuck it, time out, last one left, what's left, couldn't last, so at last I left, pass on the left, watch the left turn yield, bitch, that ain't no arrow, there goes time, but we ran out before it could, now bring that back, now leave, go back, those jeans show tracks, got fiends, no doubt. Got me showing out my pains One dance, let me rub on you Not chance, gonna run on two Save three, gonna need if you're the one Fuck with a six, till I'm past an eight Pumped with a bitch, right back to a six Under the lights, my second thought matched my first Go ahead, back it up, hit it first. you like We can fuck the night away But if you like the time of day You should find some other way To make me come around your way But I won't stay for very long I'm on my way to find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours are I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there Your hips, your hair can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you Now that I stood you up, just lean on the wall, don't you fall again You're sweet, not a freak, I called all in You squeezing those jeans, your palm, I'm in Now stroke like your heart just stopped And blow like your yard just caught Fire, I admire how you work that thing But you're now unemployed, let me feel if that void like we can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, you should find some other way to make me come around your way. But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way. To find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late. To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer, I can't refuse, my hands up yours are. I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there, your hips, your head can't decide what to hang on to. Let's go for broke, put the shame on you.